and you're with Discoveries Podcast. Glad to be with you. Um, so this is a podcast where we discover um, internally, at least to start, and um, the idea the idea being that imagination or um, the imaginal, I, I heard it called. It's a pretty good word. Um, the idea is that that is uh, a way that more of us, uh, we can communicate with ourselves and get to know, <clears throat> excuse me, more of ourselves and more of life. Um, and that it can be interesting and, uh, and fun and uh, of benefit. So uh, we'll just go ahead and do that live. And I'll kind of narrate it as best I can. <clears throat> and, um, and we'll see how it goes. So, uh, yeah, let's get started. Yeah, so, um, so there's interest from different corners of the, um, the internal society here. Um, yeah, the idea is that um, that the the inside world is um, not not unlike the regular world, and uh, that there are parallels and. Um, Oh, yeah, and that the internal environment is um, uh, or can be a more ideal uh, ideal place to um, um, to uh, work out and experience um, kind of what things would be like or could be like ideally. Um, It's more responsive, and um, things can happen quicker. Um, and I guess there really aren't limitations on um, on what can happen. Um, so can kind of test the uh, the the edges of that. Um, so anyway, there's a. Uh, different corners of the um, of society here yeah I have a some persistent like headachey things so we can see what those are like here yeah so here's a group of people there. I guess they're just talking. They seem sort of cranky at first. But it's more like they're just talking. You know, when you're walking and talking at whatever age. Hmm. 
And there's a thing where you can kind of see multiple ages at once. It's like there's the, the, the teen version, the 20-something version, the kid version, the, um, the uh, adult version. You know, the, the colorful old person who still does that. Yeah, there could be animal versions like birds chatting with each other or Yeah. So we'll see what that's like. And what, what influence that has on the um the whole culture. Yeah. yeah, so that's kind of contagious. It's like a, it's becoming like a number, you know, in a musical. Yeah. And that's kind of continuing, but then there's another group that is, um, uh, tapping their feet and bored with this. And they have something else on their mind, so they'll let them uh, talk in their own way. So there's a couple different things there. Yeah, so one figure, it's a little more, a little more like formal or serious kind of message. And I'm just kind of following what's happening and uh, uh, giving it a chance to happen. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a bunch of things that happened at once. It was like, a, it was like a big pile of things all fell down from the ceiling. Maybe like part of the roof caved in or uh, yeah, I think there's a figure that's dusting itself off. And, yeah, it's like um you know, the beast from X-Men, who's like a big furry beast, but is an intellectual who wears glasses. And it's like he's like late for the lecture. 
solo. Guess the um, part of the message of the question is um, you know, there's so much going on in the world all at the same time, and uh, how can we be part of that? Or like there's something that feels wrong about just being in our little area. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so now the thing of, so the, the lecturers are talking about um, the value of going up and sitting on the moon and looking down at the whole, the whole planet. And they are sharing that, what that's like. So everyone can get a taste of it. As that continues, um, there are some other figures who are uh, coming in to sort of comment. It's like a, it's like when your cat kind of walks out in front of the picture and when you're doing your PowerPoint. Yeah, and except it's um, you know the the big cat and the small cat are all in that figure, so it's like the 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 power of the cat as a predator fighter, as well as you know just a house cat curling up. Okay, so that's then, um, the, the cat is then introducing uh, the next part of the presentation, which is uh, that there's so many different figures who are trying to um, be part of things. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's something about if you um, kind of have or include this like expansive view of things. Um, 
then there's more room for more, more participation. Yeah, and there's a whole like there's a whole world or solar system. Um, but a whole world ecosystem to uh, um, to make for the population. So um, yeah. Yeah, so it's like this world. Um, you know, just as just as our planet in a regular way, and then um, something like how we we can each be a world internally. And so on one end, there's groans in response to that. Um, and on the other end is the, the figures who are sort of inspired. And, um, and so we'll test what this environment is like internally. And uh, see if it actually is ideal. Yeah. And so the presenters are nodding the yes. You want to give the environment a chance. Yeah, so there's a group coming out who have been, um, you know, I guess they've been kind of through the ringer. Some of them are kind of punchy and uh, some are angry and there's a big cat you know, lashing out. And uh, roaring back about it and um, yeah. So that as a thing. has like a wind to it or it's um yeah like a weather to it maybe um, but now there's a thing where everyone in the audience and everyone around is um not not purely spectators anymore 
there. Um, it's when, um, like the fact of, um, the fact of yourself and the fact of, uh, that, that you're having an effect that becomes, um, apparent. And then the uh, the lion turned around and, uh, well, the lion pooped out something and uh, then walked away. And uh, there seems to be some sort of a valuable uh, within there. Probably the the um, the poo itself could have some value. There's kind of an equal opportunity uh, ethos here. So the, the, the gem kind of rolled over, uh, rolled downhill, and I think either someone picked it up or it went down into the ground or... Something's happening there. I think it's like a waterfall. Yeah, it's like a waterfall chasm, sort of. It opened up a an opening that uh, that uh, everyone's kind of falling into. And so we're seeing what that's like. So some people went on that ride and, uh, yeah, so now we're back in like a normal place that's more familiar. It's almost like waking up from a dream like that was a dream or, uh, uh, or something that happened internally. I guess dreams happen internally.
Yeah, there was a shrug and as if to say, how much does it matter to define what it was? Okay. And that friendly figure is kind of opening the gate and walking down the, uh, walking down the lane. And some other figures are I guess walking around in different directions or doing things. It's like a like a village, like looking down from uh, from like a low hill. Uh, you know, it's like like Hobbiton or something. Uh, Okay, and then these are like the, um, you know, the protagonists who are arrived here from another world, and they're going, where are we and what's happening? And the locals kind of wink and nod at them. Uh, so... Yeah. Huh. Right. So um so that's one world, but it's like there's different worlds to visit. Um that sort of embody different characteristics, like uh now there's a world of impulses. Uh and that's more like a dinosaur world. You know, dinosaurs, they do what they want. And they don't check first. Yeah. And then there's the fact that dinosaurs are scary. I guess that impulses are scary. Right, so here it's that the fact of impulses is a thing. So then that's where, um, like, a, like a trustworthy other or a, you know, like a parent figure or whatever, uh, including that, uh, 
makes sense. So we can let that happen here. So it's partly letting it happen and partly kind of making it happen. And, uh, Okay, and there's there's a couple kids along in the group here, and so they get the uh, the lessons right away. Yeah, letting letting and letting it happen and making it happen are like friends. And they're always kind of working together. And we can kind of help them. Sometimes they, sometimes it's less effective, and sometimes more the way they work together. So. And the kids are happy about that. They're bouncing around and celebrating. Yeah. So then you have this environment and the uh you know, and that trustworthiness. Yeah, it's um <clears throat> that's the, the thing how more things are possible here. With, with those things in place. And so more, more groups who've been uh, on the fringes are uh, coming forward. And I think because they see that there is more, um, more resources. Okay, and that includes like the um, uh, even like the narrator figure, yeah. and the um, yeah, sort of media infrastructure, and uh, the those that shape the culture and perceptions and. Uh, Um, you know, the ways that they realize that and then the ways that they they haven't uh, realized yeah, just like realizing things is a thing
you know, the fact of, you know, how what we do is, the way what we do is helping things, and then the, the way that it's not helping. And, um, Yeah, testing the environments to see how that is. If this is a place and if these are others that have the um, the capacity to uh, include such such facts. So then, um, the idea is that the environment has uh, <clears throat> more than enough for everyone. Um, and the people are kind of on the move and doing their own thing. Um, independently of the media apparatus. And um, so they're discovering they didn't have, or they're discovering not having as much control or influence as they thought. And so some of them are climbing down from the rigging and uh, I guess joining the people. It's a lot of people, it's like a flood of, of movement that is um, people on the move that's, yeah, I guess it's turning into an actual flood now. And uh, that can be a thing. Okay, so, um, so there are some little kids here who are concerned about, you know, the flood, what happened to the people. The flood sweeps them away, like, how do we make sense of that? And then, um, I think the response is that it's a difference between the, um, the regular world and the inside world. In the inside world, nobody really dies, or it's just a different thing. Like, uh, you know, it's like a magic world, or pure imagination, or, or whatever. Uh, so you can turn from a person to a river to a, uh, you know, to a bird to a rock, or whatever. And, uh, there isn't like moral danger. There still is, but it's different. Like it's a, uh, yeah, just different worlds, different, um, <clears throat> different parameters. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, right. And it, um, 
it also doesn't mean that uh, that the regular world, you know, the outside world, uh, all the uh, all the facts about the regular world are still true. Yeah, I think they're concerned about that and wanted to make sure that um, yeah, people in the regular world mistaking their um, their imagination internally for what's happening externally. Uh, yeah, that's a really important point, actually. And that's, um, yeah, that point and the value of it is uh, rippling through the culture. Yeah, okay, and then that's a reminder culturally that, that, that everyone has a uh, an equal voice in the in the meetings. Uh, no matter your age or shape or whatever. Uh, And then the kid is responding to that. Yeah. The kid got a little larger and older, maybe. And now there are some more... Um, Yeah, some more places that were kind of locked away in the rafters that are able to um, to move now. They're like you know, bats or dark birds flying out of the bell tower. Yeah, so then the question is, should the bell ring? Can it ring? Does the wind ring it? Uh, is this even a thing? Do we care? So we're kind of looking through... Um, looking through the brick and stone and uh, inside the tower and uh, okay so here's um, here's the difference with the relationship between making and allowing because um, there's a place who could make you know could make a, like a a tower keeper figure uh, and approach it that way and that's a thing 
Uh, or there's the adventure of um, kind of not knowing what will be in there and um, and letting something, uh, I guess, be revealed. And uh, so each of those is, a, is its own whole thing. And um, I guess they always work together or influence each other. Even if it's mostly one or the other. Hmm. Seems plausible. And, uh, in the course of that, some of the structure kind of fell away and, and the bell fell, fell down on another chasm. And I think the bellkeeper might have got crushed too, or fell down the chasm. So there's one group that's concerned about the bellkeeper and none of it says, well, them's the brakes, they said. It's a, an attempt at a joke. Didn't quite land. Ah, oh, it's another joke because it's an endless chasm. Uh-huh, that one landed. Yeah, and then the kids are cracking up, and then that got a couple of adults, and they're they're relaying the joke to uh, others in the town, and uh, yeah, okay, and I think. Um, Now that the chasm has gotten a little FaceTime here, it's um, it's actually its own thing, and it uh, it's kind of one of the ideas or themes here is that uh, whatever it is, it probably has its own voice and uh, its own language that uh, you couldn't predict. And uh, yeah, so at least one thing you can do is just kind of uh, uh, see see what it's like and what it says. You kind of have to put on your foreign language cap and. Uh, experience that you don't know what you might be hearing and uh, give yourself a chance to grow the to be instructed and to grow the receptors that are necessary to um, 
to speak whatever the language is. So. Yeah, okay, people are into that. Nods and thumbs ups and uh, there's a there's a contrarian group that is going to um, uh, poke and prod at that view on their podcast or whatever. And some scientists who want to do more research and uh, testing and such. Okay, and I guess here those are, um, those things can be the things that they are. And there's like, then in the, the general lay populace, there's a, you know, kind of a, a good enough, a good enough, um, simpler understanding that's good enough to, uh, to go with. Anyway, the chasm is talking. And it's sort of uh It's sort of like it's yodeling, like a yodel echo, you know. There's almost like that little, that little thing in the back of the throat that like vibrates when you make noise. It's like there's one of those. Yeah, I think, I think there's figures then coming out of the chasm. Some individuals are kind of leaping down. And greeting greeting us. They have a they have like a swashbuckling friendly quality, you know. That's still foreign, like like Thor or something. Yeah, and then Thor is sort of telling telling tales of where they've come from and their adventures and uh, uh, okay. There's another kind of cultural opinion of, you know, what is any of this for, or what's the point of this? 
There's a thing of kind of letting them do that up there and uh, like sinking down. There's another sensibility of it. Yeah, it wants to sink down. Uh, it seems to be like an underground cavern or tunnel kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're tunneling or traveling a tunnel or... There's kids along that are, uh, I guess, I was going to say scared, but it's more like they're just responding uh, in their own way, if that makes sense. It's almost like a little monkey, you know, like those little monkey sidekicks in the movies. Um, and then the swashbuckling, one of the swashbuckling figures is with us in our group here, which is annoying, but uh, I guess there's something kind of oddly winning about that figure. Hmm. And the others in our group here are uh, getting a chance to be known now and sort of fill out individually. Um, both in their forms and in their uh, um, kind of character specifics. Yeah, and then here's that thing where everyone's being revealed. Yeah. Right, and then everyone risks exposure and uh, even those who are just watching this um, excursion on the, you know, remote cameras, uh, they're still exposed. Like, like revealed as having an effect on things. Uh, right. And then that's revealing a few different things. Um, like the fact of hiding as a thing, the fact of being kind of frozen in place as a thing. Um, 
Okay, and as those are being revealed, uh, and we're testing if the environment is still ideal and what that's like. And then there are emotions. It's like there's these uh, these frozen or stone figures. Yeah, I don't know if the uh, maybe the expedition into the center of the earth uh, uncovered these. Um, yeah, but anyway, there's some um, explorer figures who are curious about them. Okay, so then they have um, yeah, they're these very large figures, and um, even though they're they're stone or ice, uh, they have their own histories, and there are traces of that that the explorers can pick up on. And there's emotions, and uh, there's like a narrative logic that they adopted. And, um, yeah. And there's kind of a remoteness to them. It's like they're these sitting up on the you know the blue area of the moon or something or you know when you when you get nearer to them then they they move you know uh, out to a further moon Okay, but uh, that is having an effect on uh, some other corners of the culture. All right. Um, so here internally, then emotions can uh, uh, get to speak their own language. And, um, yeah, language itself, like linguistic words, uh, tends to get revealed as kind of like the mansplaining, like language itself is a mansplaining kind of, uh, kind of a setup. And, uh, so the thing is to, um, and they hear it can become apparent all of a sudden that, oh, right. Emotions actually are their own language. Uh, yeah. 
if you don't want to hear what they're saying, then you can go elsewhere or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then the um, yeah, the, the verbal language can have its own uh, its own kind of group and. Yeah, I guess there's the fact more broadly of how all these things in the world and in society are happening independently or, or on their own um, autonomy. And just the fact of that. And when you kind of glimpsed or... Um, or feel the fact of the larger world that's happening. Uh, uh, yeah, so on the one end of that, it feels like, well, you don't even matter because you have no influence on it. And, uh, and the other is like that little kid thing where, uh, Where everything depends on you. So everything is in relation to you, and uh, and your perceptions and whims and wishes and actions. Oh, okay. So then, here, as these things are um, discovered, they uh, they kind of go viral, or. Um, they become known more broadly in the culture. And that has like a cascading effect um, through the culture. Okay, and then the little kid, uh, like the toddler, uh, kind of feels that and is, uh, and responds just involuntarily and um, yeah yeah so there's a yeah it's a it's like a delightful thing it was kind of a an involuntary celebration I guess And there's a sense of, um, it's like a sense of us. Uh, it's like everyone in the world is being, uh, not everyone, but kind of more, more of the world than, than usual is um, being revealed as being involved. Uh, just the fact of that. Yeah, so then the, you know, the, the one-year-old and says, you know, of course, this is how you need it to be so I can have a chance to grow up. 
but then you don't do it, so I keep punishing you. And things keep escalating. So, um, you know, resource yourselves and, yeah, and good things can happen. So now the, the little kid has kind of gathered up the rest of the, the world group into like a net and is spinning him around. And I guess let them go and they flew out into space and, and the net burned away and They're all flying around, you know, like, like birds, but the kid is sort of like conducting them or directing them and, and sent them into the ground and they exploded and, yeah. It was a little bit like when Captain America has the hammer and hits the ground and all the lightning comes through and it's like an elemental thing. Yes, those movies are good for this kind of thing. Um, and maybe that's the reason why they're popular for nobody really knows why. Um, Yeah, so, um, yeah, so there's the thing of things finishing. And, um, and there's questions about that and observations uh, around the culture. The thing where the hero on their last strength finally finishes. Um, Yeah, the kind of commentary is that's fine, but there's more than one way to kind of end something or take a rest or yeah, the kids are kind of hopping down and saying, yeah, we're sort of tired of that ride. What are some other ways to end things? Yeah, and these figures are very small. Um, and so that's kind of striking. Or just the fact of smallness, you know, has an effect. Um, and uh, so those. Yeah, that 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 scene there is um, uh, continuing on its own, 
And uh, now our view is pulling out. And it's like an aerial view. And yeah, we seem to be zooming out further. It's a little bit of like a 2001 kind of thing. A little bit. And now we're sort of, there's the maker that's, or making as a thing. You can kind of make it more like that, like that movie. And so that's known as a thing here. But, uh, and there's also just the, the letting it happen, letting it reveal what it wants to reveal. Oh. Yeah, so there's the adventure of that, and then along with that is the fact of not knowing what will happen, and the fact that that's uh, that's scary as a fact, even terrifying. Yeah, and then some of the group is noticing how that makes a difference. And things can just be known. Right, and that's different than kind of covering things up or hiding things or keeping things secret. And, um, yeah. and those are those get to be their own things as well. Yeah, and then there's a one that, like a young one that wants, um, that doesn't like the kind of taking turns and wants, um, or bringing out certain things just for certain occasions, but wants uh, all the things to fully get to be things all the time. And then the reflex of the others was to dismiss that or uh, you know, kind of poo-poo it, but uh, that's like, oh. There's actually something there. Okay, and then that's actually the key, maybe the key to this whole mission. And the little one was the, the key all along. And, um, Conveniently for the plots, we've now arrived at the destination, and um, yeah, it feels like we're at the, the center of the universe or something like that.
and uh, yeah, and here's like the um, it's like the simultaneousness thing. Or the fact of simultaneousness, or all all at onceness as a thing. And um, so we'll see what that's about. <coughs> yeah. So then, in response, excitement is uh, apparent and uh, terrifying is apparent and the way that we're kind of making up or narrating what's happening or, or making it and uh, and then how it's happening on its own or it's it's the thing of when you let another uh, actually speak in their own time and their own way. And, uh, and that's a thing. I think there's like a hatch opening and someone coming out. Yeah, it's like the lighthouse keeper. And that figure is saying, oh, I didn't know you were here, or wondered if you'd show up, or something like that. Yeah, I think it's just like welcome to the lighthouse. You know, would you like some teas or beers or whatever? But sort of like being in the, you know, inside the, the flame of the Statue of Liberty or in the crown, or how does that work? I think Captain Marvel actually has a house inside the Statue of Liberty um, in the comics. Anyway, it's sort of like that. You can look out, and it's like a view on on the galaxy or the universe or, or what have you. Yeah, so then it's okay, this is fine, but what are we doing here?
Okay, and it's more of that down that theme of um, everyone being kind of freshly revealed, or uh, uh, known. Uh, yeah, it's like okay, the the crew brought you all brought more with you than you realized. And so more of that is becoming known or visible now. Yeah, I think it's that um, the lighthouse actually isn't particularly different from anywhere else. Um, and uh, it's like everywhere is a place. And, um, yeah, yeah, and then the fact of, um, the fact of not knowing is kind of the thing, or if you want a central thing, and uh, experiencing that. Yeah. And there are like involuntary uh, um, emotions and other things in response to that. And it's, um, it's like the experience when it kind of empties out your thinking or your understanding or makes it sort of fresh and new. I think that's like like what a koan does, you know, like a, like a question that you can't answer logically. And so it, um, but spending time with it kind of, um, it's designed to bring you into that place. Something like that. Um, yeah, so it's sort of like that thing. Yeah. So I guess the lighthouse and the keeper is uh, kind of sharing that as a thing. Yeah, and there's kind of like a like a handoff rhythm, you know, to it where you know the forgetting forgetting is its own thing, and you want to give that a chance to be its own thing. And then eventually it kind of hands off into remembering or discovering something freshly and then um, 
But yeah, there's the risk of that and the risk of kind of handing off and no, no one else is there to, uh, the other hand doesn't take the thing. Or they're not there, or... Um, but, um... Uh, I don't know that these are recognizable, um... Uh, things that apply to everyone, seems like. Um... Uh, everyone being revealed. So, um, yeah, so it's easy for, um, for those who are already part of a group to kind of privilege themselves and to, uh, to demean or other the, the individuals who haven't arrived in that group or in that world yet, the next world. Uh, yeah, but actually what would help is for them to realize that they're still also like the individual. Um, yeah, and that's a thing, generally. It's like how when you're the older sibling, then your younger sibling is like this appalling baby or, um, you know, whatever it is. The one that's younger doesn't get as much as appalling or, um, or less than or yeah but it's a it's a it's a different version of the same thing i think is the is the discovery you know that you're still being an individual who is uh yeah who is othering the other and um And letting that be its own full thing. And then there's the thing of kind of making room. It's like letting the other kind of remind you or um, it's like a reminder of something else that you can uh, that can fill out your own world. Like everyone is their own world, and uh, it's um, letting the others or using others as a resource to remind you of something to fill out in your world, right? And then that's actually what the kids or the younger or those with less experience or ability need. 
like that's the thing that would help. Yeah. Right, and then there's the reflex to protest against that, and then you turn into a, a, a two-year-old yourself and go after the other, or a, or a lion, or a, uh, yeah, and that's when, a, and that's the time for a good fight. Yeah. Or a good sports sports match. Yeah, so that's a thing. Going you know, conflict going at each other. <clears throat> um yeah. So I don't know how that translates, but um, I guess that's a thing too. Seems like something happened. The the thing of butting heads, I think, is an equalizing thing. And the way we can be. Um, Reminders for one another to uh, help each other fill out our own worlds uh, that, that we all carry around internally. Um, yes, so it is like having your cake and eating it too. There's a kid that was excited to uh, to add that. And there's a little kid with a bunch of cake on her face. And there are emotions and the adults are getting uh, embarrassingly sentimental. Yeah, and then there's another group it's like a shadowy group then that's looking down from the uh, the hills and uh, they have something else to offer. So, um, yeah, so we're inviting them to come in. And they seem scary. We're coming in like at a low angle with them. And, uh, yeah, some figure is dismounting and walking over. And, uh, Yes, exciting is a thing. Terrifying is a thing. Uh, kind of guarding or marking your own borders is a thing. Okay, so... Um, 
You know, the dark figures are here partly because they noticed that there was a, a thing of um, letting people have their own their own voice or their own language, even if it's foreign and not familiar. So um, they just kind of stated that and. Uh, There's like a force field up between the, the daylight side and the nighttime side. And the dark leader is sort of probing the force field. I think the the helmet has kind of come off, and it's seeing like a human humanish face. Yeah, as the dark figure puts its hand uh, on the force field, but that the barrier. Or like a threshold. Um, and then others who are watching, it's uh, they are being revealed as well. And I think it's spreading that fact to more of the world. Including, like, everyone from the kind of, like, the dark half of the world and the shadow half. Because the sun's over there, so half the world's always in shadow. Just, like, the fact of that's pretty evident. Hmm. Guess it's natural to be drawn to the the warmer daylight end of things. Yeah, so then it's um and the fact has been established of okay, here we are. And uh, I think that's what they wanted. Yes, we are a thing that is here. And then we'll see what that's like now in this uh, supposedly ideal environment. Yeah, so then, like, that anticipation is a thing. And then there are some other kind of sub-things, like, um, like being frozen. 
know, those different reflexes like freezing or uh, freeze. Nobody's really fighting or flighting. But those are kind of latent. Yeah, okay, so even if no one's doing they can uh, they can still be known. Um, and uh, oh yeah, that's a good one. So everything that's sort of latent or potential can be known. Uh, and that's having an effect. Yeah, and, uh, uh, different groups are kind of going away. talking about what happened then it was like yeah that was actually kind of fun like, I'd be up for that again yeah okay and then the leaders are kind of the leader of the shadow the shadow half of the world kind of nodded and rode away Yeah, so the deal is, is that it's not, um, it doesn't have to be, you know, all or nothing. Um, you know, climax. There are, um, yes, there are many ways to climax. Yeah, there's the there's the one that wanted to put the dirty joke in there. So uh Yeah. So that happened. Kinda of funny actually. Um mixed opinions from the from the culture. Not getting totally dragged for it though. So that joking one is taking a bow. All right, and the view is zooming out and uh, yeah, it's kind of like an among the stars sort of ending. It's got a, like a Star Trek kind of uh, frontier sort of spirit. Yeah. And the view is turning actually out, out, away from Earth toward the stars, and uh, and uh, 
thought I was going to go to warp speed and roll credits, but it's more like a slow pan. Okay, it's like a pan is going like an owl's head. Uh, what would we like to imagine that? With it to feel it internally. Um, I think it might be the view from inside the lighthouse, actually. I guess you can be inside the lighthouse just turning. Um, yeah. And the lighthouse is the where it ends. And uh, yeah, end of the episode here. So, um, so there you have it. Um, yeah, that's a bit of what, um, what was it? Imaginal, uh, imaginal, um, internal discovery can be like, but, um, yeah, there's really no right way or wrong way. Um, it's more just what's useful and, um, you know, applicable and uh, that makes sense given the, um, given the situation. So, um, and the particular histories and such involved. Um, yeah, so wherever you find yourself, um, I hope that was fun and beneficial in, uh, in whatever way. And, uh, yeah, we'll leave it there. So, um, please be safe and take good care. And, uh, maybe we'll see you again on Discover's podcast.